Hi, and welcome to Wakes Takes episode 50. Is this 50 or 51? 51. 51, really? Yeah. Okay, 51! Woo! I don't have a player, but I am Trey, joined as always by Cam, Dylan, and Tucker. How are we, gentlemen? I don't think there's ever been okay. anybody with na- number 51. I have no idea. But No, all right. wait. I can think of somebody. Really? 51? Yeah. It was Mookie Best really last year. I really thought it was 50. So this there's is our year anniversary. Good. No, Technically, our next one's our year anniversary. Though, it was 52 weeks. We took a week. It was like the 23rd that we did it? Anyways. Um, Ichiro Suzuki. Perfect. Right. Ichiro episode. Dang. Uh, the Ichiro everyone, Suzuki. Um, we got winners and losers. Big winner camp. The Jalen Hurts take. The Eagles need to have Jalen Hurts start for a chance at making the playoffs. The Eagles are winning with Jalen Hurts. Upset the Saints. Uh, Cam, t- takes looking good. Don't like it to be good, but, you know, whatever. When did you say that one? Three weeks, uh, three weeks ago, probably. Close, close to a month ago, I'd say. So it's a legitimate legitimate take before before the fallout happened with Carson. But uh, any, uh, losers, uh, any Patriots take I've ever had this season? Uh-huh. I said uh, Booster Cam- Tucker. Yeah, go ahead, Tuck. I um, strongly believe that Cam Newton was a better option than Tom Brady. And I'm starting to think I might have been incorrect about that take. Just maybe uh, a bad take. Um, any other winners and losers that anybody can think of? I didn't do a poll. I totally forgot. I'm busy with work. All right. No other winners and losers. Waste of takes. Who's got a waste of take? I got one. All right. Go ahead. Start it off. Um, so I've been looking at the NFL, thinking about what the future of the NFL is going to look like, who's going to be the best teams in the NFL going forward, and... After a lot of considering, I think that the Miami Dolphins have the most promising future in the entire NFL. They have a great head coach. Tua is looking like a great quarterback. They have an incredible defense already. They're close to being, I mean, they're in the hunt already, like of being like a playoff contender. And they have the Texans first round draft pick this year as well as their own. I mean, they have the draft capital. They have the team. They have a rookie QB in his first year. I feel like this team has everything going for them for them to be a great team going forward. Uh, I can't really think of many others that are better suited for the future. I mean, I'd say that the Chiefs, but they're already so good right now. It's basically like they're not in a conversation for the future. They're going to be good. Um, but... I really can't think of any other team. Maybe Bills. no, I really can't. Bills, yeah, Bills could be with a, a contender, but they're already like hardly along in their rebuild. I mean, you think of the teams last year that were really, really bad, right? And the Dolphins were one of those teams that was just really, really bad. They played better than expected, but they were still bad. They're probably the best suited of the like bad teams last year right now. Yeah. Any thoughts? Yeah. Um, this sounds like a take that I had the second episode we ever recorded. I, I said the Dolphins are going to be good. Uh, I said they were going to make the playoffs moving forward. They're going to win a Super Bowl within the next five years. Um, so I think maybe you were re-listening to a couple episodes. You decided, oh, maybe everyone will forget about this. 
Uh, I didn't forget. It's my it's my take. You're a take stealer, and I agree with it 100. Okay, well, Cam, I think it's unfair for me saying that team I think is the future of the NFL when you've called about 12 teams the future of the NFL. <laughs> no, if no, I no, no. About the Broncos, I couldn't say this about the Bengals. I couldn't say this about the um, who else is in this list. Uh, okay, it's no. like six future, of them. Future of the NFL teams, I said the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Those are the only teams that I've said. Maybe the Niners. I think I threw the Niners in there. I'll admit to that. The Broncos and the Bengals. The Broncos, I said, would make the playoffs this year, and I think Drew good. Drew Locke is good, which he proved the past two weeks. Past wait, past two weeks, he's been playing unreal. Lost to the Chiefs by three, and then last week or Sunday, beat the Panthers. Had really good numbers. That being said, the Bengals, I think, are still going to be good. Joe Burrow injury, very unfortunate. I still think they're going to be all right. So no future of the NFL teams. The Dolphins, yes. Chiefs, yes. Niners, maybe. Okay, I uh, forgive me up on the Drew Lock thing because he threw for 151 yards, two touchdowns, two picks, with a QBR of 63.2 against the Chiefs. Yes, they were close, but True Lock didn't play well in any stretch of the imagination. Close games. Uh, excuse Kept me. Um, I hate to butt in here, but Cam, weren't most of your Dolphins takes contingent upon Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick? Yes. Yes, I said Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be the one that starts them off. They need a young QB to come in. I didn't think it was going to be Tua. Now that it is, I'm fine with that. I still think he's going to get hurt. He did get hurt for a game at that thumb injury. Um, he's all right. I'm not sold on him. I hate lefties. He just looks real weird throwing the ball. Um, so I'm not sold on it, but he's, he's doing all right. Uh, Dylan, the anti-Brian Flores member of the podcast. What do you think? Brian Flores has single-handedly brought this team into a state of mediocrity that they will never be able <coughs> to get out, dig themselves out of. They are going to be middle of the pack, maybe top third for the remainder of their lifetime in the NFL unless Brian Flores is gone. This team will not be a contender to win the Super Bowl, but they will be on the fringe of playoffs every year for the next in conceivable amount of years until Brian Flores is gone. I don't. It's as weird as it is. I don't hate that that you stuck to your taste there because. That's where they are. I mean, they're not going to compete for a Super Bowl this no, year. No, and they're they not. They might make I, the playoffs. They're not. They got Tua. He, like Cam said, he's good. He looks weird throwing the ball. He'll be all right until they get somebody else who's all right. And Flores is a good enough coach that he'll build the team up. Not they won't be a pile of crap, but they'll be decent enough. But they'll never win win a Super Bowl. Alrighty. Uh, any other ways it takes? Want to go? I'll go. Go ahead. Can you guys? Can you hear me? Trey, yeah. you're frozen. Sorry. Um, so I was gonna. I was telling you guys that I was gonna have a ways to take, but apparently Trey already tweeted this a while ago or something similar. It was going to be. I tweet. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. I tweeted that, not that he's the best player on the team. That's what I tweeted. Okay. Well, I, I'm not going to use this anyway. We can we can discuss it later. But I was going to say that. The offensive MVP and the defensive MVP for the Patriots should be Jake Bailey and Gunnar Olszewski. Um, that's not going to be my ways. That's not going to be my ways to take. You guys can just take with run with that. My ways to take is going to be that uh, 
So, Trey, you mentioned probably early summer, late spring, um, that you thought Bronny and Bronny Jr. or Bronny and LeBron would play together uh, in the NBA. I think that will happen. It'll be the first time in the NBA. I think that the first father-son duo is going to happen in the next probably three years from now. Frank Gore, Frank Gore Jr. Ah. Um, Frank Gore Jr. is currently a freshman running back at Southern Miss, uh, playing well, put, got got some jets on him. Um, I think out of courtesy, if Frank Gore stays in the league, he's 100% getting drafted. 100%, whether it's you know Mr. Irrelevant or what is what have you, um, he'll probably go to the draft as junior or senior. Pops sticks it out for a few more years, makes some money. I think Frank Gore, Frank Gore Jr., maybe not play on the same team, but first duo in the NFL. Um, uh, go ahead, Tom. Frank Gore is 37. That would be pretty tough to say in the NFL as a running back. I don't know how he's still there currently, but um, I'm I'm not exactly sure who's picking up Frank Gore. Next year, once he's not on the Jets anymore, if he gets, I mean, because I don't think he's that great of a running back in terms of stats wise. I'm looking at his stats. He's averaging like three yards a carry this, 3.6 yards a carry this year and one touchdown on 150 carries. So I'm not exactly sold on this. I would love to see it, but I'm just finding it hard to believe that teams are going to sign Frank Gore for the next three years. So I couldn't disagree more with Tucker. Um, I think that he's he's a guy who can just come in and fill a spot on a roster. I think that he's on one year deals, so these teams aren't committing to him, you know, they don't they don't need to like have a bunch of cap room to sign him. He'll sign a minimum deal somewhere. I think this will happen, Cam. I think uh, that's gonna be a big reason he's playing from now on. He's not an elite running back anymore, Tucker, you're right. 100% not, but he's a guy who you can sign to be your third running back and who can come in and carry the ball you know, 10 times a game, not even, um, and still play. I think he's still got juice in the tank. I, I, I don't think he's good anymore, but I think that he, just because out of respect to him, can still uh, earn a roster spot and play in the league. Dill? Uh, Frank Gore, uh, I think like Tucker said, I mean, he's old, you know. Uh, I remember him just being an absolute animal 10 years ago, and he was a veteran then. I can't believe he's still playing football. So, I don't know. I'm on the fence on this one. Fun fact about Frank Gore, I had my coolest Madden play of all time playing as Frank Gore. Um I just, like, jumped in the air and did a celebration in the game. That's, like, an animation. And I spun around a guy into the end zone. It was sick. But, uh, <laughs> all right. Anything else on that? Or do we want to move on to the next week? Uh, let's move on. Dale, you got one? Yeah, I guess so. Um, Olympics coming up this year. You know, I had the waste to take many moons ago at the... Olympics was going to be canceled, probably one of my all-time. I'm not going to go as far to say that this year, that it's going to be canceled. What I will say, though, is that you are going to have certain sports that will not have 
not be competing. I don't know what sports yet, maybe like wrestling or the other some other high contact sports that they're just going to say, you know, we're not going to do it this year, but they're still going to want to cover something. So they're going to have wild sports, wild events in this Olympics. We already saw this week news. Break dancing is now an event. So if they're going to let break dancing in, I don't know what else they're going to let in, but it's going to be other things that are pretty wild. We're going to have Olympic hopscotch and something else wild. So I just maybe if you could give me an example, each one of you, of a wild sport that could be uh, introduced, we could talk about that too. So you're making us make the take for you. I'm asking you what what other what other sports you think could <laughs> what other events could could happen. Jump rope. Wait. Wait, wait. Marble racing. Each country <laughs> gets a, a team of engineers to produce a marble within a certain. Um, they get, you know, they get the track, they get everything beforehand, and they have to create a marble that's within a specific parameter of, you know, dimensions, uh, weight, stuff like that, and they have to create the the optimum marble. That would that would win, and that's going to be an Olympic sport. Boom. Uh, hopscotch. That's what I said. Tag. Uh, tag. You know, tag could be one for sure. Yeah, I could see them having like each country gets to make their own robot to fight. That'd be kind of electric. All right. It's. I mean, I don't know what to, I. I don't know what to make of this take, Phil. So I just didn't do a take, so we just decided. Not, not really. A take. No, I, that is a take. I said sports in the Olympics, specific ones are going to be canceled, so they're going to backfill with wild, ridiculous sports because they're still going to want to air stuff. That's the take. All right. I was just asking Maybe. if you had any ones in sp- particular. Maybe. What do you mean, uh, maybe? It's going to happen. It's already happening. I, so then what's the take exactly? It's not exactly a take. It's a statement of fact. Well, they only did one. They did breakdancing. So I'm just saying. The take is they're going to introduce extreme downhill skiing as a summer Olympic event in the next month. That's a take. <laughs> all right, dude. Um, all right. Anybody got anything else? Everybody laughed at my Olympics well. take last time. No. All right. Um, so Giannis Antetokounmpo just signed a five-year extension in Milwaukee. A lot of people thought he was headed to uh, somewhere else, Miami maybe, after his contract runs up next year. It's not the case. He's going to stick it out in Milwaukee. That makes Ben Herrick a loser, uh, of course, um, from his one take that he put on the show, which was Giannis Miami. Um, but this is only going to last for a few seasons, I think. I think in two years, within two years, uh, Giannis is going to have That's my ways to take. Uh, Milwaukee, not a big market team. They're going to have to pull in some guys to play around them. Uh, who knows if they're going to be able to do it? Who knows draft well? I just think he's going to get, at some point, the LeBron treatment. You haven't won a ship yet. You're not worth anything. Uh, how many MVPs in a row you win. Uh, so... My take is that Giannis will portray, uh, I'm not going to say within two years, because that sets it up after once, but I'm going to say within three years. That's where I'm going to say. Uh, 
Yeah, Trey, I kind of agree with the fact. I mean, I was pretty shocked by this, him taking a deal with Milwaukee. I thought it was almost a given that he was out of there. Um, being who he is, I mean, on a small market team that clearly hasn't built anything around him, they've never even paired him with another superstar in this league of, like, super teams. Giannis has just kind of been on his own island with, like, Chris Middleton being the next best player. So I was pretty shocked by this whole thing. I could see him getting the LeBron treatments very soon of, if you don't, you can't be an all-time great without a championship, which is just utterly absurd when you look at the NBA. Right now, it's just, I mean, if you don't have the pieces around you, you can't win a ship. A single player can't get your team there like they used to be able to. But, um, yeah, so I think he'll probably ask for a trade within the next two or three years unless that team can make some very significant changes. Yeah, your heat missed out on him. What do you think? Cam, you there? I'm here. Sorry, man. I was muted. Um, I think this is Giannis kind of like saying that he owes it to Milwaukee and maybe like feels bad a little bit. So I, yes, I agree. If he doesn't win in the next three years or so, he'll probably want out just because he doesn't think it's possible. Uh, but I think he, he, he's a good guy. Um, Giannis is a nice guy and I think he, he feels like he owes it to the city of Milwaukee. He probably had a conversation and said, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to stick it out, but I need some help around here. Um, so I think he'll probably give it that three years, and if he can't do it, yeah, he'll probably opt out. Um, but I think ultimately it came down to the fans and not being like every other player in the league, where if you don't win, you want to go to a team that has a chance, which basketball is really the only sport like that, um, now that you think about it, where baseball dudes are signing with whoever gets the most money, football, it's wherever you can get in. It's it's Brady the Bucks, like they. I guess they had a they had a chance, but they weren't good good before. So basketball's a little weird. They're all about winning, but more in the sense of going to places that they you know are already winning. I don't know. I think he he's too good of a guy to make that decision right now. But in the next three years, if he doesn't win, I agree. Everyone's nice until they start getting bitched out by everybody else. Uh, I mean, it's a players' league too. I mean, that's the thing. Like. It, this deal, like, it might look on paper like, oh, we've locked him up for the next five years no matter what. Like, we're good. But at the end of the day, these players can play GM whenever they want now. So, uh, Dill, thoughts? I don't know anything about this guy. Absolutely zero. Yeah, you thought he was white. Oh, it's this guy. Yeah. What team is he going to? He's on Milwaukee. He's been on Milwaukee. No, I knew that. With Milwaukee. Oh, he's sticking? Yeah. <laughs> well, they stink anyway, so He's what's the, the point? Two times, two in a row, NBA MVP. Yeah, it, that's ridiculous, because what has this team done? That's the same thing why Mike Trout wins MVP. It's stupid. He's the most valuable player on a team that doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, real valuable. <laughs> that's that's what I team won't be the best. That's a completely reasonable thing. If you have the pieces around you, you can still be the best player in your sport. That's not what the title is. It's most valuable player. That's, and most Not valuable, the best player would, in the league. I would say that team without Giannis wins about 15 to 20 games. And with Giannis wins around 55 to 60 games. Yeah, but how is that valuable if you don't win the championship? Game. 
makes him the most valuable to his team. Yes, if you want to have the most valuable player only be the te- only allowed to be on the team that wins the championship, you can have that. It's called the championship MVP. That's a different award. That's also the most valuable ridiculous. player, but not on a great team. I think that's a completely reasonable thing. It's called a participation trophy for a guy who's on a team who sucks. And Dill, then you can just take the finals MVP, and that can be the only trophy that matters to you. But I think that there should be an award for the player that is the best in the league in a given year. Yeah, but that okay. Then, then you call him to give it a different thing. He's not the most valuable player because he's not he's valuable. Most, how? How is he not the most valuable? Because oh, he didn't. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. This this team is still very good. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm, okay. I know this team's good because they were like no, they were like fir- right. they were like first or second in their conference going to these playoffs or something, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. And they still got bounced. So yeah, most valuable my butt. Where are they without him? I don't care. It doesn't matter. How is it valuable if you don't get anything out of it? It's like okay. So only the team that wins the championship could have the most valuable player in your eyes. No, you have to. But you have to give like you have. Maybe you go to the championship, and above all else, your team's in the garbage, and this guy is the one is the saving grace that brings your team there. Like then, Mike, Mike Trout is a different story because Mike Trout's team is one of the worst in the league every year, whereas Giannis's team is always in it because. Mostly, I'd say 65 to 70% because of him. So maybe even more, maybe 80% because of him. Uh, so I think I think he's fine winning MVP. Um, but, Dill, do you think he's going to stick around there? Because you just said, his, as Tucker said, Tucker said his franchise doesn't win 20 games without him. I think they win more than that, but I still think they're not very good without him. Uh, do you think he will stick it out there if they continue to lose in the playoffs? I hope so. I hope I, I wish you we had more of that uh, going on. You know, I want the uh, pick the Charles Barkleys of the of today's era played for teams that never win. Makes for good stories, and I have good uh, or great, what's the word, respect for those people for sure. So if he stayed in that and 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 they finally win, I feel like that would be way better for that guy than it would be anybody who goes around and chases championships. A hundred percent. It'll be like. You know, as as cool as it was when LeBron won his championship in Cleveland, it would have been ten times, hundred times cooler if he would have been there his whole career, and it was like a long struggle. But yeah, exactly. I guess we'll see. Um, all right, NFL slate. Uh, where do we want to start? Do we want to start with the Thursday night game? Not pretty. Well, I know. First, one, it's the first one of the week. We might as well it's, just start off. With it's it. it's chronological order. It is the first of the week. Uh, the Patriots got shellacked, for lack of a better term, by the Rams. Again, this was a game going in where I said they could win by 50, they could lose by 50. It turns out they lose by 50, um, and they are, for all intents and purposes, done. They are. They could win out, and if they have some help from the Dolphins, the Ravens, and uh, basically everybody else that's on the bubble, they could get in. What a pathetic game this was. The defense didn't look good. The offense looked atrocious again. Um, oh, wait. I want to just quick fraud of the week. Uh, anybody who thinks Cam Newton should be the quarterback for this team next year. There is a lot of people out there who thinks Cam Newton, keep, think Cam Newton's good, think that his the weapons around him are the issue. Same stuff we were hearing about Brady last year. No, he's not good. All right? Brady brought this team to 12-4. and four. Cam can't win two games in a row. So, 
I'm disgusted with this team. I pray that they put something actually entertaining on the table next year uh, so I can actually enjoy watching them instead of dread it every week. And uh, it, was, it wasn't fun. I'm excited to move on, uh, get something on the field that is uh, entertaining to watch. Uh, Tucker, any thoughts on that horrid garbage fest we watched the other night? Yeah, um, I have one huge concern, and it is how bad is Jared Stidham? After all of this, Jared Stidham still not the starting quarterback is maybe the most alarming thing. I'm not sure he knows how to play football. Because if Bill Belichick at this point is like, eh, I think Cam Newton's still the way to go on this, I'm extremely alarmed with that man's ability. I mean, you got to take a risk at this point. And if, I mean, Bill's got to have a reason for not starting him, so he's just got to be bad at football. I think they should probably both be cut. Yeah, no, he's miserable. He's, he's terrible, and he's not committed, and he thought he was going to waltz in and take the job, and he didn't. Uh, Cam? Um, yeah. There's only one answer for this. Drop Stidham. Drop Cam. Anthony Gordon needs Shut to be up. a New England <laughs> Patriot. You guys hate on this, but at this point, what else do you have to lose other than our show becoming famous because I called this back and who knows when? Anthony Gordon, just get him on the roster. Get him get him a couple practices in. I'm telling you right now, the, the dude can ball. I've been high on him since I saw him play. Anthony Gordon needs to go to the Patriots, steal the answer. Uh, no, don't bring him in. Don't bring anybody in. Save the money. Play it out. Uh, I would start Sidham from now. They're not gonna. They're not gonna start Sidham. Uh, they're sticking with Cam, which makes me really, really worry that they're gonna be sticking with Cam next year. Uh, stick it out. Hope Kyle Trash falls to you, um, and pick him in the first round. Don't let it get to the second round without picking him. They won't do that, but that's what they should do. I swear to God, I could be a better GM than Bill at this point. Dylan. Yeah, I don't mind having Cam a quarterback next year as long as there's a, some sort of future plan. If if he's our plan, then that's no good. But if you have, if you drop Stidham, you know Stidham's not your man. If you pick somebody else up, you sign somebody young. I don't know how it works. If you if you have a plan and it ends up Cam's the guy for next year, then I'm okay with it. But you it's need that been, plan. The plan needs to be sign one of those guys that's going to be available. Uh. And, and draft a rookie. They do. They should. They shouldn't just start a rookie right away. You're right, Dill. But well, they right. should I, sign. I, they should sign a guy to come in. They should not be. It should not be Cam Newton. Cam Newton just can't play for this. For this. They offense. don't. They don't. Do they don't have to sign somebody else if they don't need to because next season's going to be a wash anyway. If at the rate this is going. Because if you want to build up a guy, a new guy, a young guy, you know that it's going to take more than a year. So regardless of who else they pick up to start, it, it's just void. I don't void. necessarily think so, that's true, though, because they, I don't think that's true because they're, they're, like, they're like five or six bad offensive drives from being in, like, seriously in the playoff hunt. Like, like wild card number one team. They, that drive against... The last game against the Seahawks, the drive where Cam fumbled against the Bills. Yeah, I mean, this, yeah, I mean you're not this wrong. This and the Niners are for sure losses. This game and the Niners game. But other than that, all their losses have been, you know, manageable. You know, if, if they had uh, Cam Newton playing against the Chiefs, they would have won that game. Um, so, to me, it's it's not – you can you can win next year. You can get to the playoffs. I'm not saying you're going to win a Super Bowl next year. But you can get to the playoffs, and that's all that I want. Um, 
Uh, from the other side of it, the Rams starting to uh, put it together, it looks like, and they might they they got through the Super Bowl hangover, which I am a big proponent of, and they are uh, looking legit. Cam, where are the Rams falling on your power rankings here? Uh, I'm pretty sure I have them at four and three at this point. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Three. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, so as of now, I have them at four, actually. I got the Packers above them uh, simply just because I think matchup-wise. Uh, Cam Akers, however, is, is looking pretty good. I just don't trust Jared Goff quite yet. Um, so I got them at four. I got Chiefs, Bills, Packers, Rams, and then Saints. Not great, but we'll probably talk about that later. Uh, Tucker, any thoughts on the Rams or Dylan? Anybody want to go? Um, yeah, the Rams are good. I've been high on the Rams from the very start. Um, I mean, they're just a solid team through and through. On both sides of the ball, they're solid. They're coaching solid. There's not many complete teams. They may not be the best at anything, but they're very good at a lot of things. And I think that's what makes them so good when there's so many teams with huge holes in them. They seem pretty complete. That's exactly what I was going to uh, say. Defensive secondary, they're probably... They have the best cornerback in the league. All right, one of them. I wouldn't say the best. Uh, Uh, Go ahead. I was going to say basically the same thing. They may not be the best team in any facet, but they're definitely complete in all facets, which makes them, you know, a good team. They don't have that wow factor, really. But then when they bring it to bring everybody together into, you know, playing a full game, and they play a very good game. So they're definitely um, a contender, at least to win a playoff game. Um, all right. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought there. Uh, next thing I want to talk about. Is Mr. Trubisky a good quarterback, Tucker? Mitch Trubisky, I want as the Patriots' next quarterback. Is that bad? I mean... I think Matt Nagy's a big dumb bitch, and I think that's why Mitch Trubisky's been bad in this system. I'm not fully convinced that um, Mitch Trubisky's a bust yet. I, uh, I I did see this game, so do you want to just break down what happened for me real quick? He, I mean, it wasn't ever close in any point of this game. It was an absolute bloodbath. Mitch Trubisky actually making throws everywhere. Allen Robinson had an absolute game, and when the passing game works, the running game works better, they're able to run the ball. It's just, Matt Nagy gave Trubisky a little bit of trust, let him throw the ball a little bit, not just, like, screen passes, and their entire offense changed. They could run the ball, finally, and then when, this team is not that bad, and it's just alarming that Matt Nagy has not way to screw this team over. I've, I've, I mean, I've wanted this guy to be good. I, I was, you heard me at the beginning of the year. I was a believer. Uh, but Cam, your thoughts? No, 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 no. Mr. Trubisky, this game only solidified the point that I've had in my head all along on this guy. He is, he's like a, he's like a worse Jared Goff. He's plays well against bad defenses. And his team plays well uh, when when he plays well. Um, But when it comes down to to tough competition, 
he he can't play. He can't do it. Um, that's why I would never want him on my team. He's an eight and eight quarterback at best, and you know he's he's never going to be anything better. And the only reason that he did make the playoffs that one year is because they had the best defense in the league. Mr. Trubisky, he's not a fraud. He's just you know he's probably like the the twentieth best quarterback in the league. Uh, Dylan, any, any thoughts on the Bears and Trubisky? That might be too high. I think <laughs> I think I think Trubisky's just, uh, you know, that average, below average quarterback, consistently consistent at being below average. <laughs> All right, um, Jalen Hurts. Uh, speaking of new, like. Maybe maybe better than below average quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts came in, shocked the Saints. Eagles might have a a, a uh, chance at the uh, playoffs. Cam, what do you think? Yeah, um, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they'll stick it with with Hurts, and they'll probably win. Um, well, even at this point, they they need to win three more. Um, they need to win out to have a chance, but. Um, no, I don't think I don't I don't see wait, they have four wins. No, they could they could win with six. Um I'm lost in train of thought. Maybe they can't. Anyway, um I think they'll stick it out with him. He'll probably win, you know, maybe two more. Um at the end of the day, I think this is what's gonna happen to him. He's gonna be a, a, a worse Lamar Jackson next year. He's gonna have a good year next year, and I think the Eagles will be alright. Um, but he doesn't have the defense Lamar had, and he doesn't have the weapons like Mark. Well, I guess Zach Ertz. But um, yeah, that's my take on it. I think Jalen is gonna have uh, is gonna be like a worse Lamar, and he's gonna be fine. But he's not the future quarterback by any means. Tucker, um, I'm not. I mean, this game was ridiculous. I'm. I didn't get to watch much of it, but it was a battle of two mobile backup quarterbacks. And I was honestly pretty shocked by the results. I didn't think this game was going to be close. I was thinking this was going to be a blowout. Credit to him. I mean, even Doug Peterson, credit to him too. I mean, I think that a mobile quarterback might be a lot better in their offense purely because their offensive line is so bad. You need a guy that can scramble a little bit better than Carson Wentz can, so I think that's a little bit of an advantage that he might have had. But um, outside of that, I think there is no clear answer for the Eagles. I don't think they'll be good with him because there's just so many holes in this team that once he can figure out the offense under him, uh, I think defenses will have their way with him just as they have been with Carson Wentz all year. Cam? So this prompts my next question. And I compared him to Lamar. Um, so let's say this is the situation. So Lamar came in at the end of the season for Flacco in Baltimore. Uh, played well. The next year they decided they're going to stick with him. Let's say they stick with um, Jalen Hurst next year. What's, what's the future for Carson Wentz look like, and would you want him? Well, this leads into what I was going to say. This is because 
Are we are we at the time where we're ready to call Wentz a fraud? I, I have called Wentz a fraud from day one we started this podcast. I do not want Carson Wentz. He's made of glass. He sucks. He, he got carried to a Super Bowl win by a backup quarterback. He, he's a bump. Right. I do not want him on my team. So I know I got you in my in my pocket. I don't know if about Tucker and Cam, but I'd rather have Cam Newton. <laughs> but like you That's said, like, no, like you said, the guy got carried to his Super Bowl win ring, and he got carried to the playoffs last year, and he gets absolutely destroyed by teams this year. And to and Jalen Hurts comes in, and. You know, he doesn't get sacked in this game. I know you can say he's mobile, and that's pro- that's a big factor as to why he didn't. But still, zero times. He got sacked zero times. And Wentz goes out here and gets sacked like eight times a game. I think I'm done on Wentz. I think he's a fraud. I think the Eagles need to stick with Hurts next year. And I don't know what happens to Wentz after this. He probably goes to the probably goes to the Lions and sucks for his entire life. Probably will go to the Patriots, dude. Ugh. But, uh, all right. Um, so here's my thing on, go ahead, no, finish up, finish up, go ahead. So here's my thing on, on Wentz, um, my mom's calling me, uh, sorry mom, um, here's my thing on Wentz, I think, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. I think that, um, he's not playing for anything right now. He's in a, a, a city that he knows doesn't like him already, he he gets down and he doesn't want to get back up. Whereas that one season where he had the injury, um, he was had played MVP caliber in, in what a second season, yeah. and he got injured. And ever since then, it's just nothing been the same. The team wasn't as good after he came back, and he's just not playing for anything. And he's, he's similar to Cam Newton. He got injured and he came back, and you know, at first with the Patriots, he was playing all right, and then you lose a game. You lose a couple of games, the team around him is not playing as well, and now he's not playing for anything. I mean, I think they're similar quarterbacks. I wouldn't want him on my team. Um, I think he's a fraud. Bye. Absolute fraud. Uh, Tucker, Tucker, you've been high. You were high on Wentz, though. Would you want him on the Pats? Yeah, I mean, if he comes to the Pats, I'll fully buy in. If he doesn't, I'll fully believe that he's a not a good quarterback. Uh, it's just one of those things. I will have blind love for this man the second he wa- puts on a New England uniform because that's what I do. I am a hopeless optimist, and I will fully be committed to this man if he comes to New England. Alrighty. Um, another NFC East team I want to talk about, Washington. Uh, Washington all of a sudden is leading in the division. Uh, Cam, I will go to you again first. Uh, your thoughts on this game and on Washington? They're good. They're really good. Um, Alex Smith got a little hurt, but that defensive line is scary. Um, if Chase Young was ever within 10 feet of me, I would be out so fast. Uh, him, Montez Sweat, can't, I don't remember the other guy's name. Big dude, black guy, uh, scary looking fella. Um, yeah, that whole offensive defense line is scary. Um, and then the whole team's playing around them right now. So they're going to keep forcing sacks, turnovers, whatever you want to call it. The offense just needs to put up 21 a game, and and they are in pretty good shape. Yeah, I think this team is uh, one quarterback away from being a team that haunts your dreams for the next five, six years, Cam. Um 
I I still believe in the Giants. You said earlier that the Giants stink and you're done with them and they're not going to win. I, I they have a hard harder schedule, sure, but I I still have faith in the Giants. But this I would have never said of all the teams in that in that garbage division. I don't think they're a good. They're a very good team. Like you said, I still think they're a mediocre team that is the best of a pile of crap. But uh, or maybe maybe the best of a pile. We don't know yet. But um, I still think that uh, the Giants could have a chance here. But they, but they're looking good. Uh, Tucker, the Washington Football Team. Um. Yeah, I'm completely sold on this team. Uh, I think they have the best defensive line in football. Right now, I mean, their line is disgusting. And, and the scary part is, it's only going to get better. Because Montez Sweat and Chase Young are both so good. And then you pair them with, uh, who is it, Ryan Kerrigan and Matthew Iliadonis. Like, that's just, it's just four all-stars all on the same defensive line. It's very hard to beat. They need to work in other facets of their game, obviously. I think Terry McLaurin's also going to be a superstar, though. Um, Gibson seems like a pretty solid player. Uh, Alex, Oh, let's talk about Logan. Logan Thomas. Yeah. Good tight end. Dude was a quarterback for Virginia Tech. I mean, this team's got a lot of pieces. That I mean, they're a couple pieces away still. I think they're a quarterback away. Yeah, but they can, I mean, they could be, like, I think they could be weighing this division every year for five or six years if they play this right. Uh, Dylan, any thoughts on the football team? I'll say that Cam's better half's father might have take of the year. If, oh, true! <laughs> if uh, the Redskins come and squeak this out for a division win. Division title. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Cam, forgot, what? Shout out Al. Yeah, big Al. Al, uh, Lindsey's dad. Remember we had him on and he was well, like, the Redskins yeah. are good? Yeah, he was all in. And we all were all like, what the it. heck is this guy smoking? And now look at him. Now look at us. All right. Uh, the Buccaneers won. Um, they're maybe not going to finish as bad as I thought they were. Gronk and Brady connected. I'm at a tough spot right now because I've made peace. I've made peace with the whole Brady ordeal, as I apologize on this podcast. And I'm starting to feel like if he's in the Super Bowl, I might be at. I might be behind him, which I don't want to be because I know it's going to be awful to have to watch him hoist the trophy in a different uniform for the rest of my life. But uh, just want to get your thoughts on the the Bucks, Cam. I know you're very very high on the Bucks still, Tucker. I don't know how you feel about the Bucks, but now that you have finally resigned to the fact that Tom Brady is much better than Cam Newton. Uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on this guy. Uh, Cam, I'll lead off. Yeah, I got the Bucks at six. Um, like I said last week, they're they're finally getting it together. I, I actually think the biggest problem with them right now, besides their defensive backfield, which is going to come back to haunt them big time in big games, um, is Brady. He missed some wide open people uh i don't know if he's losing it or what's going on or maybe he can blame it on the timing whatever it is he missed some people that were wide open grok grok ran a ran an out route or like a uh fade or a flag or something and he threw the ball seven yards past him he also had another guy wide open down the field um 
they came back and ran the play again and actually hit the guy down the field for a touchdown. It was Chris Miller, I think, the little guy. Something. Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller. Scotty. Scotty yeah. Miller. So I think they're still getting it together. And as long as Brady, I mean, Brady in the playoffs is Brady in the playoffs. He's probably not going to miss those. So this is still a very scary team. I expect them to win at least one in the playoffs. I think that's a safe bet, win at least one. Uh, Tucker, Brady and the Buccaneers. Yeah, glad you said this because I'm saying it right now. Buccaneers are frauds. It feels good to say it. It feels so good to say it. I mean, this week kind of showed to me, yes, they won. They got a ton of help from the referees, and they also got a ton of help from Dan Bailey against the Vikings. Against the Hey, Vikings. that was my frog. I mean, it's just, I don't think this team's that good. I really don't think they have it all together. They Brady's missing throws left and right. Um, the defense has looked problematic at times. Their rush defense is good. It's supposed to be their strong suit, but they let up over a hundred runs yards to Dalvin Cook today. If Dan Bailey knew how to kick a football, this was a game they probably lost in a must-win scenario. I mean, the Vikings gave them every way to win this game. I wouldn't say that they won it as much as the Vikings lost this game. Cam, who'd you say was your fraud? The Vikings. Dan Bailey. Dan Bailey oh, is my fraud of the week. Absolutely. He uh, lost us some. Well, we would have lost anyway. But I mean, it was it was one. It was the first game of our fourteen parlay, and it was the only one o'clock game, and we had nothing to look forward to. Um, so Dan Bailey, f you, man, not cool. Uh, Dylan Bucks. The Bucks are gonna finish this season eleven and five. That's my prediction. They got three games left. They play the Falcons twice and the Lions. So I put them winning all three of those games. At the end of the season, you're going to think to yourself, man, Tom Brady led this team to 11-5. and five. And you're going to think, I feel like they haven't proven themselves as being that good of a contender. That's strange because we know Tom Brady has, you know, tremendous capabilities in the playoffs. But I think the real story about how this season plays out with what we think about Brady and the move the Patriots didn't make on him is his performance in the playoffs. Because they made it to the, they were going to make it to the playoffs having a great record, but you're not going to feel that satisfied or even really understand, um, you know, the status of really how good Brady still is until he plays in those playoff games. If he comes out and he wins, Two playoff games, knocks off a number one seed, goes to the NFC Championship game, and then loses. I think you're going to be uh, more upset than if they get bounced first round of thinking that this guy doesn't have what he takes anymore. I think it, uh, everything that we talk about about him, it doesn't matter what happens in the regular season. It's only going to matter what happens in these playoffs. I, I still think this season's a disappointment for Brady because... If they do win out, they're finishing with a worse record than he did with the Patriots last year, as well as having a ton of more talent and weapons around their team. I just think that uh, it's it's a bit of a disappointment for Tom. But um, All right, any other games anybody wants to talk about? I mean, I can touch on that real quick. Yeah, the, team, the team itself was 8-8. Yeah, they had Jameis, but 
your first year with a new team, with a new coach, with a new everything, and COVID rules say no preseason, no practice. I mean, yeah, with the Patriots, you know everything about them. You had all the practice. There were no nothing. You know, your team wasn't as great. What they go twelve and four? Yeah. To go one game less with a brand new team and having no practice, no preseason, having A B thrown in there in the middle of the year. Um, I mean, come on. I don't think he's going to view it as a disappointment. I mean, he might view uh, it as a disappointment just because he's a crazy competitor, but I don't think the general public will. I think the only thing that matters is his performance in the playoffs. Well, we know how Tucker feels. I mean, Tucker uh, thinks that Bel Belichick has had a better season than Tom Brady. Tucker? Muted. Still muted. You're muted. Yeah, I still strongly believe that. Uh, getting harder to debate. But, um, I mean, yeah, wow. I can't believe that Tom Brady has taken this team to 8-5. and five. Real proud of you, Tom. You took Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette, Ronald, Ronald Jones. Jones. Wow, how could you make it to 8-5 and five with just those guys on your team? Real impressive. Wow. Yeah, LaShawn McCoy, just add to the list. They don't even use him because they just have, they have too many people that they just kind of forget about it. But, yeah, I mean, is anyone really impressed with that record with that team? Mitch Trubisky would probably be 8-5 and five with that team, if we're being honest. <laughs> no, I'm very I'm, – I'm still pretty impressed. I'm not impressed at all. It's the most explosive offense I've ever seen in my life, and they're 8-5. and five. Like, To Cam's okay. point – their Cam's defense. point about Brady missing throws. He has missed a lot of throws this year. And I do you think Mahomes on that team. I, I do. I do think that Brady is taking a step back because he is. He, he's missing throws at a, a, a much higher rate. Regardless of the talent, he's just missing throws. Wait, so, I'll go out on a, a limb here. I haven't looked, but I'm pretty sure their offense is top ten in the NFL. This is not completely on Brady. They are playing well offensively. Their defensive backfield is. Bottom five in the NFL. I don't know the stats. I don't know the numbers. You can fact check me if I'm wrong. I'll admit it. If I'm right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, something I want to touch on real quick. Has anybody been paying attention to the Jake Paul Conor McGregor saga? Oh yeah, we talked yes. about it at work. <laughs> so Jake Paul posted a video saying that Conor McGregor is a C word and a B word. And saying he offered him 50 mil for the fight, the most he's ever been offered for a fight, um, which I feel like isn't true because how much was that that McGregor fight? Anyway, initial initial maybe, yeah, 50 50 mil. Um, Connor is just ignoring him, which I'm totally cool with. Uh, he's not a real boxer. Why should he pay any attention to him? Um, Connor's might not be considered a real boxer, but he's a real goddamn fighter, and I would. I, as much as I'd love to see him knock Jake's block off, I think he should continue to ignore him. I went on Jake Paul's Twitter, and he's calling out every single celebrity he knows. He called out Gronk, said, let's fight, let's fight. Called out, uh, shit, I can't remember who. But he called he called out just a bunch of, like, celebrities trying to box them. Like, he's a joke. This is a joke. He went after Dylan Dennis today, threw a bunch of stuff at him. He's been going after Connor's fiance. I'm a, I'm a Connor fan. I'm not a huge fighting fan, but I'm a Connor fan, and... To see him, like, 
try to disrespect like a very actual like fight. He's an actual fighter. I think it's I think it's dumb, and I hope this fight never happens. Uh, I definitely would love uh, it. Go ahead, Cam. Yeah, I think I think the exact opposite. I need this fight to happen. Um, <laughs> I need it to happen the day after the Mayweather fight. Back-to-back pay-per-views of Paul's getting knocked out in 42 seconds. Um, I think Connor should answer him right now. So let's fight tomorrow, and let's get it set up. Um, I understand where he's coming from by by not answering. He's like, this is a joke, but like, why not just end it? Connor doesn't even need to trade. He really doesn't. And I know it's boxing, so it's a little bit different, but he's just way too quick. I've watched the Paul Brothers fight, and I'm no fighting expert, but, like, their hands are down all the time. They don't protect themselves. I think it just takes one elbow to the face to just kill him. Jake was saying, he's like, I'm a 2-0 and boxer, you're an 0-1 boxer, like, I'm better than you. It's like, dude, you beat a YouTuber, and you beat... A midget. Three foot tall former NBA NBA player. Like you haven't boxed anybody legit. Like stop. Uh Tucker, I have a feeling you're 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 all for this fight. No? Of course I'm for the fight. It's entertainment. I mean if a Jake Paul brother gets the shit kicked out of him, all the better in my mind. Uh Dylan, any thoughts on the fight? Yeah, you're just Trey, you're just one of those sheep. You're falling into the trap. All this is is bad publicity equals publicity which is good all he's trying to do is get more hype around himself trying to dig up any muddy water he can i don't know the saying he's trying to just stir up the pot so he can find somebody to fight and make more money because more people are talking about it are you like i would have no idea no who i this understand guy is. it i just understand i just also understand why connor's not talking to him about it because it's ridiculous oh yeah 100 percent. i i mean Connor can do whatever the heck he wants, but Paul's just doing this just so he can more people to talk about. He doesn't I can't care. Stand either, he doesn't care who who he fights. Just trying to get I the really word out. I can't stand either one of those brothers. All right. Uh, anybody got anything else? Who want to I'll bring up something Sarah, real quick. Sarah Filler, legit. I I will I will say I'm sorry. She kicked kicked a nice field goal. So that was it was a cool. tremendous she field goal. The funny thing about that is their season's now ended as their final games were canceled. <laughs> but uh, she uh, she tweeted something about like on the soccer season or something. So, yeah, but I watch some Vanderbilt soccer. Her football career is over. So the Cleveland Indians, you hear about this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No longer the Cleveland Indians. They're going to be the Cleveland. Pick a name, everybody. Go. Cleveland Steamers. <laughs> Redskins. <laughs> yeah, Cleveland uh, Redskins. The Cleveland baseball team. What about the Cleveland uh, clinic? Comedians. All right, because Cleveland comedians. This is my actual pitch: the Cleveland com- comedians, because everybody laughs at Cleveland. Cleveland's a joke. Uh, they all the sports teams suck. Um, <sighs> They will never. They they might be good for a year here or there, but they will always be back in the mediocrity. Just look at the Cavs. Um, so I go with the Cleveland comedians because everybody likes to laugh at them. Anybody else got any real real offers here? I so go Cleveland. The Cleveland mob because Al Capone, the gangsters like of the twenties. Oh, like how like race? That race is still towards Italians, though. The mob, the Cleveland mob. Cleveland Guidos. Uh, <laughs> That's um, a great one. 
I'll follow after you, Trey. And I'm gonna go Cleveland, not comedians, but chameleons. <laughs> Cleveland chameleons. Any any thought process behind that? Sounds like comedians. First thing I thought of. <laughs> okay. All right. That's episode 51 of Wasted Takes. Uh, I didn't do a poll this week, like I said, so I will tweet out that. Wait, poll wait, 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 wait. I just said the Cleveland mob because of Al Capone. That was that was Chicago. Chicago. I was gonna. Say, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking. What happens in Cleveland? What, what goes on in Cleveland? They no, they're known. They're known for something. Cleveland known for anything? No, they're not. They're the tribe, Cleveland's man. So That's what they are. Why? Like, why are we gotta bicker about this? They're the tribe. Why do we gotta get rid of the Indians? I don't know. Cleveland tribe. Uh, I, I mean, I understand why you're doing it, Dylan. Um, yeah, but nobody actually cares. It's like six people that People that care. don't watch baseball care. Not, Cleveland has the largest... Native Americans don't even population care. ...population in the United States. Maybe we could, uh... Maybe they could do something around that. What was it, Doctor? They have the largest Slovenian population in the United States. That is the biggest thing I could find that's something important Cleveland about. Cleveland Is that racist? All right. Please. <laughs> All right, uh, so our official one-year anniversary is on the 23rd, I think, so the next episode will be our one-year anniversary episode, and it probably, are we, are we, we're going to have the, uh, the Wasties, so um, get we're ready for that. the boys back together. We're getting the band back together. Everybody will be in studio for the first time since March, maybe, April, um, and get ready for that. We'll tweet out some polls this week. We'll make some decisions amongst ourselves about awards. And uh, check us out on our socials. And uh, thanks for getting waste with us. We will see you next week. See ya. See ya.